greatest and most favorite podcast where two good gay great best friends talk all things popular culture um and today is uh the a new beginning in some ways because it's episode 101 we are past the 100 barrier uh incredible scenes um and as such we're celebrating by just talking about one of our favorite things of recent times and it is the last of us tv show um i can't wait to get into it and discuss it uh i am george your your host and your other host is with me and that is alex hi alex hi hi george hi everyone Mm. welcome to the 101 episode of the next 200 episodes yes 100 episode yes um yes exciting times because you were so obsessed with 120 so we're like 19 episodes from 120 yeah we're gonna have to do something really special for the 120th We'll see. Yes. Um, Fireworks. What, the Katy Perry song? Yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't know. The pl- plastic bags. Those are plastic bags. <laughs> paper bag. Paper bags. No, do you ever feel like a... Is it plastic or paper? Was... Like a paper... Oh, maybe it is plastic. I thought it was plastic. Um, <laughs> not very uh, environmentally aware, are you, Katy Perry? No. Fireworks. Lyrics. Do you ever feel like a plastic bag drifting through the wind? It is plastic. I guess I was feeling more environmentally friendly. Yeah, but also equally, plastic paper bags don't drift through the wind. No, they don't. Not in the way that, like a plastic bag, can. it's very malleable. It gets all blown around by the wind. Paper bags tend to be a bit more, they stay down near the ground. They don't, they don't get, their shape, their shape can't be, forcibly turned into a into a sail in the way that a plate plastic bag can maybe in a 120th episode we should like do an experiment which one I, flo- uh, floats in the wind i can tell you now we don't need to do that experiment it's plastic bag <laughs> i don't believe you good um <laughs> right so uh before we get into it uh rate us reviewers talk to your friends about us tell people about us Rate us in app, please. Review us in app and uh, tell people how good we are. We'd love to have more listeners. So, yes. yeah, go and do that, please. Please, please, please. We'll read out any reviews we get. Equally, if you go to the show notes for this and every episode, you can find links to all of our social media channels, including a place where you can buy us a coffee, um, if you if you so wish. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's great as well. So thank you for that. Yeah. Um, are you ready to talk about The Last of Us? Yes, very excited to talk about The Last of Us. It's been a long time coming. Yes, it has. Um, Before we get into, say, a bit of an episode breakdown, why don't we go, what were your expectations, thoughts, um, fears, worries before you watched it? What was your Last of Us sort of feeling before the show started? Well, um, I, I wasn't really up for watching it. And uh, I I made you angry as well in a text messaging um, exchange, WhatsApp exchange, yep. where you were trying to convince me that I should watch The Last of Us. And I just said, 
I didn't want to. Um, and you got upset. <laughs> yep. So though I was playing, I also was like, oh, maybe I should watch it. So I just, you know, don't lose a friend. Um, <laughs> um, so I wasn't, I wasn't up for watching it just because. I haven't played the game and I know I like zombies, but I did start watching the the Walking Dead when it came out and then I kind of got bored with it and I just um so I wasn't really up for watching it, but then, you know, I started watching it. And I knew about it because in the in the episode that we did about video games, mm-hmm. you and our friend Dan um talked about it and i had to watch the trailer mm-hmm. and i thought it looked pretty cool so the game looks cool but i didn't want to embark myself into a series like this but then i think it's not going to be that long i think it's prob- probably going to be like what two seasons it'll be probably three seasons yeah because so it's not going to be like an epic series thing no so i'm quite I, happy about I, that i doubt it um which is which is good for the story i think um, yeah cool i was very excited because, as we discussed in the video game episode, I'm a huge fan of The Last of Us. Yeah. Um, always enjoyed the first one, but it was The Last of Us Part Two, the second game, that really made mm. me a concrete fan. And then since playing the second one, I've played the remake they did of the original. I actually played it just before the TV show started, and um, I do love that original game and story. And so going into the season of TV, I was really excited. Also, of course, I loved Pedro Pascal from Mm. things like The Mandalorian and Game of Thrones. Did you know him from anything or was he a new? Uh, He was, well, I watched him in um, the film with uh, Nicolas Cage. Oh, The Unbearable Weight of Master Talent. Yes. And I watched him in The Bubble. Uh, <laughs> those those were my only two experiences, and then I watched him. I watched a few episodes of The Mandalorian, mm. but I haven't finished a season series. Yeah. So yeah, so not very much really. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and also yeah. very different in The Last of Us than he is in the Bubble. <laughs> oh <laughs> and yeah. And the unbearable weight of massive talent. Um. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. He's sort of become one of the biggest film stars in the world now. Or yeah, like, you know, everybody know. loves him. Yeah, and I know that Last of Us isn't a film, but it kind of is film adjacent in a lot of ways. Uh, yeah, he's everyone's daddy, I think. Yes, yes. He's the ultimate daddy. Is uh, He just seems like a really, really nice guy. Yeah, he does. He does seem like a lovely man. Um, yeah. Maybe, I think he got big at the right age in terms of like... Mm, he's settled yeah. enough he's not going to turn into kind of a lunatic maybe he will i don't know <laughs> um but it seems like he, he he knows what he's doing um and hopefully yeah. he can keep i'm sure he's he's um look looking out for bella ramsey as well who we both probably had a little bit you definitely had more knowledge of her through Catherine called birdie than uh, yes. Pedro pascal um yes uh, yeah. She also featured in Game of Thrones and um, mm-hmm. was great in both of those things. And she's the voice of Hilda, one of oh, a brilliant ca- a cartoon that I really like. What? She's Hilda. Is she? Yeah. What, in that? No, what? Yeah, she's the voice of Hilda in Hilda. <sighs> so maybe now you'll like uh, it. No, I won't. <laughs> it's really boring. Um, but fine. I didn't realise that. Because uh, didn't Grimes do the music for it? Yeah, Grimes did the music, but the voiceover, Hilda. Is no, I know. It's just, it's just Hilda. I, I'm constantly surprised by how many people were involved in Hilda. Um, yeah, because it's a wonderful cartoon. It's it's just true. a bitter ma- old man. Not true. Um, <laughs> so, 
uh, yeah, well, those are our main two stuff. Unlike The Walking Dead, which follows a wide cast, um, mm. The Last of Us obviously features more characters, but we're really following Joel, played by Pedro Pascal, and Ellie, played yep. by um, Bella Ramsey, as they mm. attempt to make their way across uh, an apocalyptic American wasteland. Um, yeah. Yeah. So let's let's get into it. Yeah. Episode one baby. is called "When You're Lost in the Darkness." Yes. Uh, it's the introduction episode. It has mm-hmm. uh, a long half-hour sequence at the start, uh, yep. where we follow uh, the days leading up to the um, the day everything went wrong, uh, and we follow Joel's daughter Sarah um, mm. as she um, buys him a birthday present and. Um, very key, doesn't eat anything that contains flour. Yes. Mm. Allowing her to survive the oncoming attack. Uh, but then is tragically killed by a soldier. What, how did yeah, you feel which... about that? Well, I knew she wasn't going to make it. Yeah, that's the thing. So, but I was still sad about it. <laughs> it's, it's pretty brutal. Just because they seem to have like a really good relationship and, you know, um, like a, a healthy relationship between father and daughter. And uh, she seems really sweet. She a birthday present. She fixes his watch. Um, so I feel like it's, yeah, I wasn't happy about yeah, it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. How did you feel about the character um of Joel uh between that prologue sequence and then when we meet him in the modern day? Because in the prologue it finishes with him sobbing, broken, holding the body of his mm. daughter. Then it cuts to him in the present day of the show. Um sort of hurling the body of a child onto a fire without any yeah. without any emotion or remorse. Mm. Um, what did you think of him as a character early on? Well, I guess if you live in a post-apocalyptic society, I think emotions are not really... Well, they do come secondary, don't they? Because if not, you just... Certainly you if know. you're living in a FEDRA-controlled... Yeah, so I think I think you just do your job. He needs the money, or well, whatever they they coin, whatever they get have, mm. um, and uh, I guess you become numb to everything, don't you? You do. Because it's like it's like twenty years have passed. It's not a little bit like, and it's it's he still looks like a broken man, mm. and he's still wearing the watch that his uh, daughter has given him, despite it having a bullet so, hole in it. Yeah, so I think you know. You have to become numb to it, but he's still suffering. Yeah, yeah, fair. Um, we also meet uh, Tess, who again is probably mm. another character that you had a strong awareness. You know, the the posters for this show were Joel and Ellie, so it was probably pretty clear, even if he hadn't played the video game, that Tess wasn't going to be around for long. Did you realize that? Uh, well, no, I wasn't expecting to everybody that you know you start liking to go <laughs> in this series. <laughs> I thought, you know, uh, but yeah, everybody that you tend to like dies, so it's not not fun. Mm. But uh, no, I does I didn't know she was gonna be a goner. I I thought that maybe she was gonna she was gonna be temporary, but I didn't realize she was gonna actually die so quickly as well. Yeah, so quickly. Um, and we don't. It takes a while, but we do meet Ellie kind of towards the end of this episode, and um. I don't know. Bella Ramsey makes a pretty immediate. Just I, I loved. I think Joel's great, but I think Ellie is is my favorite character across the Last of Us. Uh yeah, yeah. Because I think your uh, Joel, 
your perception of Joel, or at least my perception of Joel, uh, mutates very has is has mutated a lot, like mm. from the first episode to the last episode. Definitely. Whilst Bella, you know, Ellie is still, I I still kind of love her. Mm. I don't. I I my 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 feelings towards Joe have changed. Yeah, I'd say that. Yeah, that's fair. Joel definitely goes on the like, bigger journey as a character. Yeah, yeah. And makes you feel lots of emotions. Mm. Yeah. Um, Which some, yeah. Yeah. Episode two. Yeah. Sort of a partner to episode one. It's <coughs> called Infected. And mm. it mainly follows our heroes, Joel and Lee and Tess, as they make their way through uh, downtown Boston. They're in Boston, aren't they, at the start, I believe. Mm, yeah. to the state house uh, where they're going to meet um, the rest of the fireflies that are going to take Ellie across uh, across the country to the hospital where they're going to try and use her to find a cure. We know at this point that Ellie is immune to the virus. Yeah. Uh, Joel and Tess are not convinced of that. I think this is the episode that opens with Ellie waking up uh, on her own in a room and looking across to see Joel and Tess kind of watching her really <laughs> yeah. nervously wait await waiting for her to, to spring at them and they can't quite believe it when when she doesn't. Um mm. the big for me in this episode, the big set piece moment is in the museum with the clickers. Yeah. What did you think of the clickers? Because I they're they are iconic throughout through the games. Um yeah. and I was pretty I was really happy to see the way they portrayed in this. I thought that sequence in the museum was really tense and terrifying uh, yeah. and showed the clickers to be... Because in the game, in the game, when you're going up against... I sound like... In the game, uh, <laughs> when you're going up against a normal infected person, um, they yeah. can attack you and you can fight back and um, you yeah. know, they're, they're, they're not good, but you can defeat them. Clickers... Mm. If they get you, they'll kill you. Like it's kind of like a one-hit kill thing. Like yeah. the clickers are really, really terrifying. The weakness that they have is that they can't see, so you can sneak around yeah. behind them and get kind of a sneak attack on them. But you know, if you just engage them in single combat, they will kill you. Um, mm. Yeah. What did you make of that sequence? It's terrifying because they. Well, first of all, they're gross. They're really gross. How can you make a mushroom look so bad? Uh, you know, because it's not just a mushroom. It's just a mushroom that opens and then like. Little strings come out of it. Oh, it's disgusting. Yeah, the, the tendrils. Yeah. And they're pretty unpredictable because you kind of, I don't know, you, with zombies, you kind of know you have the running zombies, you have the slow zombies, you have the, you know, jumping zombies, you know, you, they're kind of predictable. Yeah. But the clickers are not predictable, which is scarier, mm. I think. Also because... A good thing about this series, there are not too many clickers. I was just about to ask what you thought about that. So, so it's it that is also unpredictable. So you're no, you're never sure when they're gonna be around. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. sometimes you don't see any for like an episode or something, and then suddenly they arrive and you're like, ah, oh, I forgot about you guys. Yeah, I, I've seen some <laughs> complaints about people saying this zombie show doesn't have enough zombies in it, but I I, I like how sparing they are with yeah with the because when they when they when they're there, you're actually scared of yeah. them and you're wary. Yeah. Um. One one thing that isn't in the game that is in the is the end of this episode where they get to the state house and um. The game has added in in the no so in the game when you go through areas that are very heavily infested with clickers there are spores in the air and if you were to breathe in the spores you would be infected. Oh. 
Um, so when you go through the zeros, you put on a gas mask. They took that out mm. of the show because they didn't want the actors to be constantly covering their faces, which I, okay. I understand. So instead, yeah. they've replaced it, not an exact re- replacement, but the, the new thing they've come up with is this idea that the fungus is connected through these tendrils that are all over the place. And if you, uh, say, disturb one by stepping on it, it will alert all nearby oh, okay. infected you in the area. Yeah. That is not from the games, but um, is a really okay. clever addition. Um, so in the in the game, when you get to the state house, uh, some military federal people arrive and attack, and that's what Tess ends up getting killed by. Whereas in the show, Tess mm. has been infected by a clicker, and um, she stays behind because infected are on the way, um, and she's gonna blow up the state house to yeah to protect them. Uh, a change they made that I I really like it, and as a result, we get one of the more disturbing visual images in this show, which is the kiss. Um, at the end of the episode. Oh. What did you think of that? Oh, no, no. <laughs> that's new. All of that stuff about the tendrils coming out of the mouths of the infected people is all new for the... That's not in the game, and it is unpleasant to look at. It's so horrible to watch. Yeah. It's so gross. No. Truly. Not good. Truly grim. No. Gross. Grim. <laughs> those, those mushrooms. In- disgusting. Yep. Well, by the end of episode two, uh, Joel and Ellie have, are officially a team making yeah. their way to um well across the country to try and find the fireflies and uh yeah. we get to episode three which is called three. long long time and um within minutes of airing was hailed as a, as a classic episode of television and is yeah. probably the most talked about and discussed episode of the entire season overall yeah uh, it's the episode in which we meet bill and frank and we largely spend our time in this episode away from joel and ellie watching yeah. Bill and Frank's relationship grow. Uh, they've taken a tiny moment from the games, twisted and changed completely the relationship between Bill and Frank. It was always a romantic yes. relationship in the game, but it wasn't as obvious. And also it seemed like maybe mm. um, by the end of it, Frank had decided he wasn't keen on Bill anymore because of Bill's paranoia. But uh, yeah. in the in the show, they change it just into being, look, look at how wonderful love could be in the apocalypse yeah. and how it can bloom. Um, and it's a pretty incredible and upsetting piece of TV. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Yes, well, I loved it first they die, but um <laughs> uh, we've got great. Nick Offerman as Bill and yeah. Murray Bartlett from The White Lotus as Frank. Perfect casting. Perfect casting. Perfect. Um yeah, they they work they they are brilliant together and um I just uh I love that episode. It is. It is yeah. great. Uh, there's not much more yeah. to add because we talked about it on a, on another episode. Exactly. Um, but it just did it. Kind of were you sold on the show by this point, or did this episode really kind of? Oh, no, I was sold. Yeah. I was sold from episode one. Were you expecting yeah. something like this? No, not at all. Like, um, well, uh, you know, you always have. So if you in, in like so, well if, if you. If you compare it to uh, the Walking Dead, you know there are people always looking for places to go, and so I could have, I, I could have guessed that maybe there was some like a safe place that people wanted to go to, like that was protected from the clickers, mm. um. But the fact that nothing happens to them and they keep safe is refreshing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and uh, they create a life together, and they, with their own rules. And they then they this and then they choose when to die. It's just it's just a wonderful episode. I could have not imagined an episode like this, and I think it made me like the show even more because 
it showed a different kind of humanity rather than the everybody's evil. Mm-hmm. You know, there is some hope that some people are, are nice and uh yeah, it's uh it's a great episode. Mm-hmm. And a lot of I think it shows a pretty high level of confidence to um on the part of the because sh- a lot of shows now like prestige HBO type shows will have an episode in a season that sort of removes itself from the main characters and tells a different story yeah. but not usually the third episode of the first season yeah. like that is a very confident move to be like yeah that you know be willing to pull away from the from the story you've set up for a full episode so early on yeah um but it it paid off because everybody everybody loved it um. Then we go we go from there to uh the next two episodes sort of come as a pair. Um episode four is Please Hold to My Hand. Uh yes. and is the first part of our adventures in Kansas City. Yeah. Uh contains a lot of setup. Uh it opens in a it's it's opens in a way that is very similar to what happens in the game where Joel and Ellie uh are unable due to blockages to drive around Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Although in the game it's not Kansas City, I think it's Pittsburgh, maybe. Mm. No, it's Kansas City in the show. They decide to drive through instead, and they are ambushed by um a group of, um. I don't even know what you'd call them by an angry group of locals who have been yeah. who have finally risen up and gotten rid of Fedra. In the game, yeah. you don't really get much backstory to them. There's certainly not a character like uh, Kathleen played by Melanie Linsky. They are just mm-hmm. sort of people who are in this city, uh, and they are killing people that are moving through the city in order to take their re- resources. Whereas in the show you kind of get much, much more backstory into like who they are, why they're there, what they're doing. Okay. Um, you learn about how Fedra have kind of, you know, held them down and beaten them for so many years mm. and they've finally just risen up and, and taken back control. Um, and that's kind of what this episode is all about. There's a, again, that, that um, ambush scene ends in a fight where Joel and is protecting Ellie and then Ellie ends up shooting someone to protect Joel. And it's kind of like a yeah. collection of parts from the game put together into this one scene. Uh, it's a really good bit. Um, yeah. And then the rest of the episode is sort of broadly Joel and Ellie making their way through Kansas City, trying yeah. to work out how to get out while we meet Melanie Linsky and her character Kathleen. Um, is it Kathleen? It is, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, terrifying. <laughs> she is very scary, yeah. actually, because she looks quite sweet and she's got a sweet voice, and but then she's quite evil yeah actually yeah yeah you get the sense that she's maybe been pushed into being this person by yeah the events that have happened to her in a similar way you know she's you can compare her to joel in some ways in terms of yeah well it's a different time like people people have to do whatever they can to survive Mm -hmm. and uh that's what she does yeah including being comfortable with killing children yeah and then irony of ironies what ends up killing her uh-oh. Uh-uh-uh. Um, but we'll talk about that in a but this is the episode with my favourite pun okay go on we mentioned uh, this but you're episode. better yeah you're better saying it than me uh, what is it uh, um, did you know that did you know that diarrhea is hereditary yeah it runs in your genes no it runs in your genes and I think they actually were laughing yeah probably because the, the episode is quite tense and uh, they managed to find a safe spot in um at the top of a like at the top floor of the building mm-hmm. and um they're just lying down and Joel is like super serious as always and uh, Ellie just reads this pun and um yeah and I think they're actually laughing because <laughs> I thought it was hilarious yeah yeah it is, is it yeah. Uh, yeah and it's also so. from the game 
Is yeah, it? Yeah, the, 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 the uh, pun books are a thing in the game. There's bits throughout the game where Ellie will read out puns to Joel as you're walking around exploring. Mm. And then there's quite a long bit in the Left Behind sequence in the game, which we'll talk about mm. later, with Riley, um, yeah. where uh, Riley, and El- Riley and Ellie read puns to each other for ages, um, which I don't think they I don't think the pun book is in the Riley stuff in the show, mm. which sort of... I kind of like that in the game you kind of you see Ellie reading out these puns and really enjoying them all throughout the game and then when you do that sequence with with Riley and you see them reading these puns to each other it kind of is like oh Ellie loves the puns because it reminds her of mm. of of her friend um who But right the Riley gives gives her the second book of puns Oh does she is that she? in the show Yeah yeah Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, good then good I'm yeah. glad Um yeah. Yeah, good stuff. So, uh, then it, once they found their way to that safe point in the skyscraper, the episode ends with um, Joel awakening to find him and Ellie at gunpoint through two characters, yeah. Henry and Sam. Yes. Who we've heard throughout the episode, Melinsky's character desperately looking for Henry and Sam, but not finding them. Um, no. But somehow Joel and Ellie have found them. Yes. Uh, episode five is called, uh, you might see the name of episode five if you look at my t-shirt. Yeah, I was noticing your t-shirt is full of fungi yep. and you're in Survivor. I was wondering if it was it uh, to if do with uh, this episode. See there. Oh, no, no. I, no, I hate, <laughs> oh, this is so disgusting. I can't believe I've got a t-shirt with those fungi. Yep. Oh, um, fungi. Endure and Survivor. I wore it specially for today. <laughs> oh, thank you, but it's disgusting. <laughs> Put it away. No. Um, <laughs> Endure and Survive is the name of episode five, and it yeah. follows Joel and Ellie as they team up with Henry and Sam, who we discover are two people who uh, a brother, two brothers. Yeah. Uh, the younger one, Sam, is uh, Death, and is a Death actor, and the character in the game is not Death. This is a change that they okay. made for the show. Mm. And I was listening to a podcast with... Um, Craig Mazin, who's one of the showrunners that made Chernobyl, and uh, Neil Druckmann, who is the creator of the game mm. and also one of the showrunners of the series, talking about why they made this change. And it was because they wanted to, they felt that if Henry and Sam existed as a duo and they would, they just communicated, uh, you know, in a traditional way, it sort of made them quite similar in a lot of ways to Joel and Ellie. Whereas if they made this change, uh, it, it okay. kind of created a whole new communication style and, and quietened it down in mm. a big in a lot of ways and just was a they were able to explore a different type of uh, communication and relationship and I think it works really well and it's great that they were able to find um or you know give give a role like this to a real uh, young deaf actor and who, yeah you know they worked really hard to make sure the sign language is really accurate and the actor that plays Henry yeah. um worked really hard and was coached by the actor play Sam to make sure that his signing uh, seemed mm. fluent and didn't seem rehearsed and staged. Yeah. And um, I'm, I don't speak sign language, but I, I it sounds like that came off and worked. And they are mm. great, um, which makes this episode horrible. Oh, the horrible. <laughs> horrible. That's This is the episode where I decided I'm not going to like anyone, <laughs> apart from Joel and Ellie, but I shouldn't like them either because I think emotionally getting emotionally attached to anyone in this show is terrible. Yeah. Because some people deceive to deceive you as well. Mm. Mm. Yeah, they do. Um, but yeah, Henry and Sam, so they introduce themselves to um, Joel and Ellie. We sort of discover through various ways that I think um, Henry gave up 
Did Henry give up um, Kathleen's brother in order to save yeah. Sam? So now Kathleen is yeah. determined to find and kill Henry yeah. and Sam. Doesn't mind killing a child. Children die every day, she says. Um, at one p- <laughs> Sorry, it's not funny. No, it's it's not, just it's, it's a weird reaction that I have. Um, <laughs> to tragedy. Yeah, uh, she's shown at one point by her right-hand man, whose name I don't remember, but the actor, the guy with the big beard, he, yeah, li- like he plays him. Tommy in the game. Um, Joel's mm. brother. Uh, and he's okay. great. So he um, and the actor that plays Joel in the game is in the show as well. And I'll tell you when when he turns up. Oh. Um. So anyway, yeah. Uh, he she's shown by her right hand man at one point. Um, a room where the floor is cracking. Um, mm. kind of pointing towards the fact that the infected that have been herded underneath the city are imminently going to break out and um, be a big problem. She decides she doesn't care about that. She wants to find Henry and Sam first. This is her yeah. undoing. Um, we then it becomes night time. They find a way out of the city. They're in the suburbs. They're moving along the street. There is a sniper in a yeah. building. Um, a very old sniper. Yeah, though. this like, is a, again a, a slight change from the in the game. You sort of sneak around. You get up behind him and you kill him. Uh, and he's just a guy in the in the show. Um, a big a, an interesting change they made is that he's just this incredibly old man. Um, and the reason he's not been able to hit them is because he's he's an old guy, and I guess he's just been posted out here in the middle of nowhere. It's not yeah. it's not anticipated that it's going to be an escape route for anyone particularly, uh, and he's not expecting to see anyone, but he does, and he yeah, and Joel sneaks up behind him yeah. and deals with him. Kathleen and the rest all then turn up and attack them. Uh, Joel manages to what shoot one of the vehicles and it crashes into a house. Uh, yeah. the floor breaks away and an unbelievable if, you, if you're not happy with not having enough zombies in this show up to this point oh, a very large number of zombies escape including Way our first many. sighting of a bloater a bloater he was huge yes, a bloater like disgusting bloaters are supposed like, to be so normally like a person will get infected uh, then they become these kind of infected that wander around after many years the fungus will crack and break their skull and grow out their head and ugh. they turn into a clicker then eventually they find somewhere to kind of sit and huddle up against a wall and we see a couple of shots of people like this where they just become part of the environment almost they kind of yeah just become yeah fungal big large people who it's difficult to control don't do this they sort of go into the next evolution of it which is to become a bloater where you the yeah. fungus has just covered you completely just destroyed mm. your human body almost but is still in control and, and and moving around uh in the game bloaters will tear off bits of their body and fling them fling it at you as like an exploding <laughs> grenade all these spores will come out it, uh oh that doesn't happen in the show because it's ridiculous <laughs> but it's yeah. it, it's pretty scary in the game um, but what also will happen in the game is if a bloater gets you and grabs Joel, it will do this horrific animation where the camera gets right in on Joel's face and the bloater will just pull Joel's head oh. apart. Um, exactly what is done to Kathleen's uh, right hand man in the in the, when yeah. the bloater gets him. That's a nice little Easter egg reference to the to the death animation from the game. Um, this scene is brilliant. They're escaping. Kathleen comes up comes to get them, and again. She's awful, and it's great because uh, a little a little boy a little girl infected kills her, and it's ironic because she said the children die all the time, and yeah. the child kills her. Yeah, it's kind of mm, I kind of felt bad even for the bad people in this episode just because they were trying to like 
you know, they were under FEDRA, which is kind of this terrible organization kind of keeping them under control. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to do their best to, I don't know, like they're bad people. However, they were bad people for a reason, which was being treated badly by FEDRA and, um, and wanting to be free. But then with that, you have to, unfortunately, be a terrible person as well. Mm-hmm. So I felt kind of bad. I well. know what you mean. But, um, yeah. you know, it's tough, isn't it? But she does all, you know, violence shouldn't necessarily beget violence. And yeah, absolutely. No. Once yeah. they're in control, her focus yeah. should have turned to let's let's turn this into a community such yeah. as something we'll see in maybe the next episode. Yes. Whereas instead, she's so consumed by the violence that has been done to her yeah. that she becomes possessed almost. And um, yeah, it's sad. But uh, they escape yeah. and we get to episode six, which is called Kin. Well, yeah, but then do they... In oh, episode... yeah, no, sorry. I forgot about the horrible bit, the really horrible bit. I'm yeah, sorry. so so something happens in episode... Five. Uh, five. Yeah. Uh, five were. Look, Sam gets bitten. He gets yeah. infected. Ellie's like, hey, look, I, I'm, I'm infected and I'm still alive. It's fine. I'm going to rub my blood on you and you're going to live. People were like, how can Ellie be so stupid? She knows it's not going to work, I think. She's just, she's just trying oh. to make him... She, she desperately wants her to mean... She wants her situation to mean something, but I think she knows it's not really going to... I think I think it's a bit of both. I think I think I think that maybe she it's not that she believes it, but maybe she wants to have hope that her yeah. blood might work. Uh, does she know that it's not going to work? I don't know. Would you fall asleep with a clicker? With the that a kid is going to become a clicker? Um, I think she I tried would... not to fall asleep. Yeah, but I would move room. Mm. Yeah. But, but ultimately, it doesn't matter what happens. She did a sweet gesture yeah. to a boy that was very scared, and I think that's wonderful. Mm, it is. And then she wakes up the next and, morning. Uh, He's a zombie now. Um, yeah. Attacks her. They tumble out into the main room where Joel and Henry are, and plays out very um, the same. It plays out in the game. Joel's going to shoot Sam. Henry won't let him, and then Henry shoots Sam instead. Can't yeah. live with what he's done. Shoots himself. Bad times. I did not like no, that. No, it's pretty unple- It's pretty on. Unha- it's it's pretty upsetting stuff. Yeah. Uh, in yeah. the game, that moment happens, and then it cuts immediately to black, and you then it opens with them arriving in. Well, it's not Jackson in the game, but arriving in what is the setting for episode six. Whereas, in this, you see the aftermath of them burying them. Um, yeah. Which I think was an interesting kind of like that hard cut in the game where you don't see what happened and you just kind of have to intuit. Um, yeah, but I think I think it shows that, that Ellie... Because Ellie's quite hardcore, no feelings. Uh, well, Ellie's quite tough, isn't she? Mm-hmm. So until now, Ellie has been tough and has been, you know, this tough kid. kid. And this scene kind of shows that she does get affected by her surroundings and she does get affected by people dying and yeah she's not as tough as you would as you know 
that we think. And so I think I like that bit because she's actually shaken. Yeah, they do a similar. You you, you learn you see that through from El, you see that in Ellie in the game as well, but it happens at a slightly different yeah. point, and it kind of is used to show that in Ellie, but also emphasize Joel's still unable to discuss you know emotional yeah. things like the death of a child and, and things like that. Either way, that happens. It's horrible. They move through. Yeah. They end up um in episode six, which is called Kin. Um, mm. They find their way via the warnings of two people that just live on their own in the middle of nowhere. Um, <laughs> yeah, I quite like that. Scene. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who that guy? I can't remember his name, but he's he's been in everything. He's a really great actor. Um, what's he called? Master Rose. Come on. Graham Greene, he's called, plays mm. Marlon. And uh, Elaine Miles plays Florence, these two people. Um, they're both uh, indigenous Americans. Yeah. Um, just living on their own in the middle of nowhere, surviving. And they warn Joel and Ellie, don't cross the river. Come on. There's not <laughs> good stuff over there. But they do cross the river. And what do they find, actually, is a, a thriving, bustling community of Jackson. Yeah. Kind of creating this this mythological view of themselves as scary people, so just as a means of survival, really. It doesn't seem like yeah. they're, they're evil. Um, They get picked up. There's a terrifying moment where uh, Joel and Ellie think that some dogs are going to realise that Ellie is infected and she's going to be killed, but the dogs don't notice, which is great. Yeah. And uh, Joel announces who he is and the woman... Is it Maria? Yeah. yeah, Maria, right? No? Oh. Because, uh, yeah, it is Maria. Because who's the, what's the firefly called? It's Yeah, Maria. Maria. So Maria um finds out who Joel is, takes him to her town. In the game, this all happens mm. at Hydroelectric Dam. Um, and mm. you don't see the town until the second game. But for the, for the show... They were able to, knowing what was coming up in, in season two, potentially, they were able to set this episode in, in the actual town of Jackson instead and, and kind of layer in a bunch of little Easter eggs and foreshadowing references to stuff that will come in season two. None of which oh, okay. I'll spoil for you now. But this episode is amazing and I really loved it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because the town of Jackson is like a really vital key um, element in in The Last of Us Part Two. Um Okay. And um, yeah, we get there and Tommy's there, who is Joel's brother. Diego Luna yeah. plays Tommy. Um, is that right? Diego Luna? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gabriel Luna, sorry, not Diego Luna. Gabriel Luna plays Tommy. Uh, it's a big reunion between the two of them. And mm. as with any family reunion, initially they're really happy to see each other and then they have big yeah. arguments and fights because <laughs> yeah. they're, they're brothers. They're brothers. Um, yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's it's a really amazing episode. It's got a great monologue from uh, Pedro Pascal about why he doesn't want to take Ellie any further. Mm. Him and Ellie have a big confrontation about. Um, does she run off to a house? She runs off, doesn't she? And they chase her down to this yeah. house. It's similar sequence in the game. Um, Joel tells her he's not her father, which is c- shut up, Joel. It's a horrible thing to say. Yeah. Um, I get it, but oh, it's rough watching that play out. But by the end, yeah. and he does a very selfish thing of at the end saying, I decided to give you a choice of whether you want me or Tommy. He knows what her choice will be. He's just decided he's going to go with her. Yeah. But he can't, He he's not brave enough yet to admit that he cares for her. So Yeah. 
Well, also after like losing a daughter and not really getting over it and then trying to protect another girl, you know, it must be quite difficult. Oh, to... yeah. It's been 20 years, but yeah. 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 Um, so I, I love all of the... What do you think about the stuff in Jackson? Oh, it's wonderful. But I don't know why they left. You would stay, no? Why would you leave? Stay in she Jackson. She thinks there that she food. can save the world. Yeah, and they think yeah. that if they they can go there, save the world, and come back to Jackson, it will be waiting for them. Yeah, yeah, I I, I liked because it kind of brought a little bit of normality to and a little bit of mundanity to the, the show, and maybe a little break for them to relax. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. and that kind of will come more and more, to, define, uh, the Last of Us throughout the rest of this season, and especially what will become season two and three is people making choices that you just wish they wouldn't make. Um, yeah, but they they yeah. do, um, and understanding why, but like, <sighs> yeah, but I don't understand. Well, there'll be a choice, some choices towards the end that I'm gonna. So, yeah, uh, before the end of episode six, they leave Jackson. They head off to um, a university. I can't remember the name of the university, but go Rams, the sports team of the Rams. Um. <laughs> They yeah. find a, an abandoned lab and learn that the firefighters have moved on to, is it St. Mary's Hospital, I think it's called? Um, yeah, somewhere else. Somewhere else. Mm. Not Salt Lake City. I can't remember exactly, but somewhere else. Um, but before they can move on somewhere else, uh, they get attacked by some... Um, by some Terrible people. Well, we don't know at this point. Yeah, but they look terrible. <laughs> Why would you just attack, attack people? Um, yeah, true. Now, in the game... Um, this this plays out really differently in the game. In the game, you are in this building, you're escaping from these men, and Joel gets into a tussle with one of them on a second floor balcony. Mm. They push each other off the balcony. They both fall down. The man that he's wrestling with dies. Uh, Joel doesn't die, yeah. but he pierces his entire torso on a big piece of rebar. Um, oh my god! That Ellie then has to lift him <laughs> up off and move along. I think in a game you can sort of go with that, but I think in the show they realise yeah. that like if they show an actor falling off a balcony and and impaling himself and then surviving, no, it wouldn't, it wouldn't. no, it's not gonna happen. No, no. So um, it's really pretty crazy that he survives whatever. So happens, instead, they but... tussle on the ground. A baseball bat gets snapped, and Joel is sort of stabbed uh, through the stomach yeah. with this baseball bat. Uh, again, a pretty severe injury. You would very likely die from an injury like this. Uh, they, they they escape from the others on a ho- on horseback. Then Joel falls off the horse, and Ellie suddenly, having been carried by Joel throughout the rest of the yeah. this show, rightfully so, as she's a child, Ellie is now left in the position where suddenly she has to take charge and try to work out how these two are going to survive. <coughs> yes. Um, and if Joel dies, maybe she'll feel a little bit of survivor's guilt. Why would she feel survivor's guilt? Let's find out. Episode 7. Left Behind. Yes. What did you make of episode 7? Um, I, I thought I quite liked um, the fact that they went back and showed uh Ellie's um what happened you know the thing that uh, changed Ellie's life yeah. and um explained a little bit how why Ellie's the way she is and um you know another another nice episode about friendship and a beautiful episode about friendship because yeah. we we yeah. well we, the episode left left behind opens with um 
Ellie having dragged Joel into a basement of a house um, yeah. and trying to keep him alive. And then we see, yeah. we flash back to uh, a couple of years earlier where she's living in a federal military camp. And the first yeah. big thing we learn about Ellie, Pearl Jam fan. Yeah. Pearl Jam fan. Well done, Ellie. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um, that's due to Neil Druckmann apparently being an enormous Pearl Jam fan. In fact, okay. in the game, in season two of the game, um, in the second game, uh, Joel, um, as is mentioned in this season, Joel wants to teach Ellie to play guitar, uh, and he does yeah. so through teaching her how to play and sing this Pearl Jam song. I can't remember the name of it, but it's basically, it's off a Pearl Jam album called Lightning Bolt, which in the game timeline comes out just about the same time the world ends. So Joel must have really okay. liked Pearl Jam because he must have learned this song like in the <laughs> midst of an apocalypse. But it, but the yeah. game the show sets itself uh ten or so years prior to the uh game in terms of like the show in the show the attack the the world ends in two thousand three whereas in the in the game mm. it ends in like two thousand thirteen so that Pearl Jam yeah. song never existed in the in the world okay. of the show so I really want to know what they're gonna how are they gonna solve this problem what what Pearl yeah. Jam song is Joel gonna teach Ellie instead it needs to be if it's not okay. a Pearl Jam song I'm gonna riot. Oh, no, it'll have to be because it's not. It's going to be cancelled. The show is cancelled. Exactly. Um, and it's it's great because the the Pearl Jam song in question. And the reason I can't remember the name of it is it's just an album track. It's like the last track on their album, Lightning Bolt, which isn't okay. even. It's not a notable Pearl Jam album, really. But it's a it 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 finds new meaning in its use in the game, and uh, I'm interested to see what they do in the show. Anyway, more importantly. She's fighting, arguing. His superior officer tells her, look, you can carry on being a little rebel and you'll end up cleaning out toilets for the rest of your life or you yeah. can mature and, and become an officer. And then she's while she's ruminating all of that, Riley, played by Storm Reid, yes. to be seen in cinemas recently uh, in the film Missing, which is great yes. and she is great and um, also is in Euphoria. Uh, mm-hmm. Zendaya's sister, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, Riley arrives and has joined the Fireflies and takes yes. Ellie off for an evening of fun and excitement at the local mall uh, where yes. they ride a carousel and listen to a lullaby cover of Just Like Heaven by The Cure, which again is yes. the best. Keep. And they're in a mall. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Malls make everything better. Even the, the mall, uh, even Stranger Things yeah. in the mall. Um, Malls are incredible. So in the game... You play for the when the game came out. You play for the entire game, and you never know about Riley. You never learn any of this stuff. And then uh, a while after the game was released, they released as DLC an extra pack called Left Behind, and that was mm. this sequence. Um, and it was it is set as it is in the show during the part of the, the where Ellie is trying to keep Joel alive, and in the game she's going around a mall in present day, which is covered in infected and and people trying to kill her. And then it keeps cutting back to the mall, whereas in the show they just focus on the mall of the past, which is fine. But it has okay. loads and loads of, like the bit where they put masks on and dance on the table. It's all yeah. there from the from the game. Oh. And um I really liked this episode a lot. I think it's great mm. that um we learn all this stuff we learn about Ellie. I thought Stormy did a really good job as Riley and watching them yes. watching the two of them fumble around admitting to each other that they have stronger feelings than just friendship for each other. Um, yeah. and when they both realise that they have the same feelings it, and it's just it's beautiful and because it's The Last of Us it lasts for all of four seconds before terror, yeah. horror and tragedy ar- arrive yeah. 
it's horrible. Mm-hmm. Cause also you it's it's just it's just in the background that um that clicker. It's there, but you're it doesn't react straight away yeah. and so it takes a quite a while for the clicker to you know It's funny, again attack another different in the game it's not a clicker, it's like a thousand clickers. Is a, it? a thousand not in it's like an infected, it's not a clicker, but yeah. Like Ah, infected. Thousands okay. of infected turn up and attack them in the in the and there's the whole sequence where you're running through the mall and clickers are pouring in from not infected are pouring in from all over the place and yeah, eventually you you both get bitten. Whereas in the show, it's just this. And again, it's what is this thing of like in a game, being attacked by a hundred people and surviving makes sense because you're the main character and you have yeah. exceptional abilities. In a TV show, it would look mad. So yeah um, yeah they made the correct choice there and yeah it's it's uh upsetting and horrible but it is it is what it is and riley dies and ellie is the survivor and will continue to yeah. be the survivor um yeah and uh that takes us through to episode eight when we are in need i cried at the end of this this episode. is my mum cried at the end of this episode and she doesn't often uh, cry at stuff um i i was <laughs> um ellie is hunting attempting to survive yeah uh looking after joel desperately needs medicine she kills a deer and comes upon two men one of these men is david yeah um a bad guy and interestingly the other man uh is played by troy baker who plays joel in the game okay Um, so yeah joel um El- well, but before before she shoot she she shoots the deer. We meet these two mm. when um David is preaching. Yeah, and he's a freaking weirdo. He's a weirdo. He's a weird creep. But then it's kind of weird because it's like, do you, do you like him or you don't like him? I I wasn't sure if I should or not. You know. Again, you know. it's such an interesting change because, like, you know, I was watching it and I was like, I know who you are. You're a bad guy. <laughs> Yeah, but I was like, oh, maybe you seem bad, but maybe you're not bad. Um, you know, there were moments I was like, I don't like you, but then other moments like, oh, maybe you're not too bad, yeah. you know, because it does give you a false sense of um, of security. This uh, this it, show, because some people, you know, sometimes people that you think are bad are yeah. good, and then sometimes people you think that are good are cannibals. Uh yeah. Oh my. Pedophile cannibals, even. Oh, please. A bad guy all around. David bad, engineers a situation bad. in which um, he conv- he 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 ch- he trades uh, the deer for some medicine. Um, and is is as is often the case in media, it's just medicine in a syringe that you can inject into a man, and it will make him better. Yeah. But fine. Um, yeah. Ellie runs off, gives this Joel, gives this medicine to Joel. She's obviously trapped by David and his cronies. She's captured put in this town uh, in a cage. And again, this scene is incredible in the game and it is incredible in the show. Ellie and David kind of showdown between these cages. We slowly learn that David, uh, as well as being a cannibal, is an all-around creepo who has his horrible designs on Ellie. Um, doesn't Hor- want to eat oh. her. But um, no. she breaks his fingers in one of the more satisfying moments in anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was and wonderful. And tells her to tell people that the girl who broke his, his fingers is uh, called Ellie, and she's a badass, and I love her. And um, in an in an appropriate, yeah. I love her. I love the character. I love her character. Yeah, obviously that's what I mean. Um, yeah, Ellie's the best, and uh, 
she escapes and they have a showdown in a restaurant. Again, yeah. this is like the only boss fight in the game where like you are creeping around this you're creeping around this restaurant trying to sneak up on David and, and attack him and he's got this enormous machete that will basically just kill you in one hit and he sets fire yeah. to it and that oh it's it's a it's an amazing oh. moment in the game. It's an amazing moment in the show. Yeah. And again, in the game and in the show both, once Ellie finally overcomes David, she just unleashes her pent up oh. sadness and grief and rage. Yeah. Um and with like it's beautiful it's like incredible to watch because like there's all this fire behind her and she just totally goes ham on this disgusting man and she's traumatized and she runs out of the restaurant um yeah completely traumatized doesn't know what yeah yeah, is anyone going to be there yeah and and finds herself almost immediately in the arms of joel who's recovered enough to go and look for her (laughs) miracle and um (laughs) She's screaming and crying and telling him not to touch her and he calls her baby girl and we all yeah. cry. Yeah, we all yeah. cry. I it was it was such a roller coaster that episode because, you know, um, David is a man of God and he's a preacher and is um, you know, is keeping everybody under control. I don't know how, but it's amazing how certain people can just keep everybody under control. Mm-hmm. But and he's just feeding them cock, you know, human flesh yeah which is horrible and he's a horrible man and oh but joel is daddy that joel is daddy and bella ramsey is a freakishly incredible actor Mm -hmm. yeah they both are that scene with the two of them embracing yeah is is amazing um it's yeah yeah i i really liked it and it was amazing how like no, no shade on my mum, but my mum doesn't normally articulate, you know, the inner, the inner emotional stories of characters. But she was talking yeah. to me about this episode, and she was like, "I cried at the end because I realised it was the first time she'd had a parental figure, and she'd 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 had this denied from her for all her life, and having somebody call her baby girl and embrace her and show her that he loved her." Um, is mm. something she'd never had before, and I was like, it's like such a testament to the power of the show that it people yeah. can pull that from it so easily, and that's what they want yeah. you to pull from it. It's it's amazing. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, that episode is amazing. So good. Um, and that brings us to episode number nine, Ugh. the finale. Look for the light. Uh, making a nice little bookmark actually, because episode one is called "When You're Lost in the Darkness," and episode nine is called "Look for the Light." Yeah. yeah. I didn't notice that until right yeah, now. Yeah, neither did I until I was writing oh. out the names of the episodes earlier. Um, <laughs> but it makes sense because that is what the that is the lots of people have got that tattooed on them. Let's say it's a it's a big saying from the games. Okay. Um, this is fairly. This is this is a very faithful recreation of how the final sequences play out in the game, with the addition okay. of a scene that is never in the game where we see the birth of Ellie. Um, yeah. A weird thing to watch as a huge fan of the games because the actress playing Ellie's mother, Ashley Johnson, is Ellie. Ah, is it? Yeah, that is Ellie from the game. And she sounds and looks exactly like Ellie. And uh, it's so odd to see Ellie giving birth to Ellie. Which is good because Ellie, Bella Ramsey, kind of looks a little bit like Ellie in the show. Yeah. In the the game, so... It makes yeah. sense, and also, um, again, there's a there's a very good podcast, uh, the Last of Us podcast, that is done uh, by Troy Baker, who does who voices Joel in the games, hosts it, 
and it's uh, each he they they do they released an episode for each episode of the show and he interviews Neil Druckmann and Craig Mazin each time and they talk about how they made the show and things. Then mm. for the finale, they also have Ashley Johnson there, and um, Neil Druckmann and Craig Mazin are talking about how important it was for them to have Ashley Johnson play that role and how when Neil Druckmann talks about how well when he first was making the game, Ellie was not a really very fleshed out character and a lot of the characters they ended up finding for Ellie came from Ashley Johnson and her performance. Oh, um, wow. So Ellie is Ashley Johnson in a lot of ways and so they really, you know, to have that link there in the show was meant a lot to them and mm. really meant a lot to Ashley Johnson as well and it's great. It's a good scene and apparently as well it was a scene that he wrote years ago to be included in a comic book or something. So it's always been in mm. his head this idea that the reason Ellie is, in, is, is immune to infection um is because her mother was bitten pre the umbilical cord being um severed. Yeah. Um somehow giving her an immunity without giving her the infection itself. Um and it's interesting that he's this has been in his head for so long, but this is the first time it's been publicly a thing for fans of the game. Okay. Um but yeah, it's a pretty great sequence. Mm. And then we get into basically the 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 finale. What did how did yeah. you feel about the finale? Uh, this is the episode that I completed my, so, ah, uh, cause you love, well, from the beginning you have an affinity with Joel mm-hmm. and you love him and you feel sorry for him. And, um, and I feel like the decisions that he made in this episode were all terrible <laughs> and by the end when he's lying to Ellie. I feel like it's he has just completely changed and I don't really like him anymore. Wow. Like like him, I don't have I I feel for Ellie because he blatantly lies to her and she knows he's lying. And it's just kind of like the character that you love and you know he wants to protect her but he didn't have to go at it how he was doing but also the fireflies could have been a little bit less shitty yeah so i think everybody apart from ellie is just a bit terrible in this episode pretty selfish yeah very selfish and i know like ellie has a connection with uh the leader of the fireflies because you know um, marlene marlene yeah marlene but I, I feel because they have that connection, Marlin should have informed Ellie of what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And also Joel. Because although she hates Joel, Joel has kept Ellie safe. And so everybody makes a bad decision. And in the end, uh, it's just yeah, it's, it, terrible. Yeah. I felt so a little bit... But like yeah, by the end with Joel lying to Ellie, because their relationship should be based upon trust. And um, but is it still based upon trust? Uh, do they both know? Is the lying unspoken truth between them? They both know about, but don't talk about. Like, what do you mean? She knows he's lying. He yeah. knows she knows he's lying. Yeah. They move on. Will they move on? We'll see. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know what's going to mm. happen next, but but that left me a bit. I know he, I I wanted him to save Ellie, but I didn't want him to like com- create complete carnage. 
And, you know... But he has the only way to save her. Yeah. What about... So think of it from... Because Joel, his daughter died. It it killed him. It destroyed the man yeah. that was Joel. He spent 20 years with a closed heart, not allowing anyone else in. He was in a relationship with yeah. Tess, and you would not know that they were in a relationship. No. Yeah. Um, he was a closed book, like a golem mm. just moving through the world. And yeah. he's been tasked with this mission to take Ellie across the country. And it's completely changed him as a person. And he's finally allowed himself to open up and be a human being again. And yeah. then suddenly they're saying to him, no, you, that's gone. You, you get... The position you were in last time when you loved your daughter and she was killed, we've we've created yeah. that same thing. We've given you another daughter to love and we're going to kill her. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm not saying that he... he I'm not saying that it was a completely reasonable that, what, that him going ham on the fireflies, a bit of communication would have been nice. Yeah, I mean... Like, if Ellie could have decided... If she wanted to sacrifice herself for humanity, what do you think she should have decided. Uh, I guess she probably thought that that was going to happen. I guess well, she, she probably would have gone. And she was coming back to Jackson, though, didn't she? She. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't think I don't but think then... she would have realized that she was. It would okay, kill. but maybe if the fireflies went, you know, if it's, since the fireflies are about freedom, she could choose freedom of choice. Mm-hmm. You know, choose. You can choose, Ellie. Do you want to sacrifice yourself, or do you want to go back and live in Mushroomland? The and fireflies you know, refuse to allow her that choice. Exactly. Uh, yeah, and jo- yeah. So everybody apart from Ellie has made a wrong decision, and you're just kind of like. Everybody seems terrible. Mm. It's in the game, it plays out. Pretty, it's pretty much exactly as it is in the game, but mm. in the game, it's kind of more carnage because you you're playing as Joel, so you really do massacre like fifty guys. But um, in the game, they're less clear about the fact it will work. In the game, it's almost a bit of an ambiguous. We have to kill her to get this thing out and ex- examine it, but yeah. we don't know if it will necessarily. They don't really say one way or another whether it will cause a cure. Exactly. But in the show, just... they're pretty specific clear about if we do this we will make a cure but it's not certain is it it's, a cer- it's more you know. certain in the show than it is in the game yeah yeah um it's it's yeah. one of those you know they talked about in the in the podcast about it they talk about how they didn't change the ending at all because there's you don't you don't change an ending that's correct it's the correct ending to the story and yeah it is it's yeah. horrible and it makes you upset yeah but it's yeah. the right way for it to end. And that and I'm so glad they kept that moment where at the end where Ellie says to Joel, Tell tell me that you're telling me the truth. And he says yeah. he is, and she just says, Okay, and the camera lingers on her face. And you don't know you you don't know. You don't know. And yeah. it's to, it's the perfect way to end the the series. Yeah. Um and, and a lot of in a lot of ways, a lot of people felt it was the perfect way to end the whole thing and there should never be any more. Um, you know, leave it there. But then they made a part two, and in my opinion, it's better. So, yeah. So we're gonna have the Last of Us two. We will have the Last of Us two and three because exciting. The, the Last of Us Part Two game is about twice as long as the original. So ah, okay. Be two seasons from okay. that. Um, and that which is quite exciting. I'm 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 looking. I don't think it should stop there because I want to see 
how more these characters can develop and change. And, yeah, yeah. And it, it's, um, I, I'm not going to spoil it or say anything that happens, but it, what's great about part two is it isn't, here's Joel and Ellie on another adventure. It, it, it doesn't view it as let's make another video game with basically the same stuff going on. They view it as what would happen next in this world with these characters. And it's, it's yeah. incredible. I, I, I really love it. Um, yeah, the, the finale surprise, I think because it's the shortest episode of the series and, yeah, it's very People short. didn't expect that, but it, it, it just goes through. It sort of, it, I don't think it will be anyone's favourite episode of the series because it just sort of gets through those events and does what it needs to do and then yeah. gets out. Um, yeah. But it's, you know. No, it's fine. It's, it's a fine episode. Uh, yeah, it's not the, the best. Yeah. Uh, but it just, yeah, also makes you question what would you do, you know, because would you say, would you save humanity? Yeah. Would you volunteer to save humanity? Would you do what Joel did? Well, it's interesting. They talked in the Last of Us podcast about how they did some um, surveys. They showed the ending to different mm. groups of people. And in groups of people who weren't parents, it was about 50-50 people saying whether or not Joel should have done uh, what mm. he did in groups of parents, hundred percent of people said he made the right choice. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, oh my god, <laughs> um, <laughs> that is crazy! Yeah. Like him, absolutely, this like killing everyone with no remorse. But it's for his daughter, and it's, they're what, they're what? going not... to kill his daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I just feel like the Firefly should have had a conversation. I think that's that's So that's the you know, are they are they in some ways becoming the new Fedra? Is that like are they wanting to yeah. replace Fedra with a similar system but it's just them in control instead of Fedra when yeah. they make the decisions? Yeah. Exactly, which is terrible. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think Joe should have gone should have killed everybody. You know, I don't I don't think Ellie should have been killed without her consent. <laughs> Uh, but I don't, you know, Joe did exactly what, the fact that parents would go, ah, Joe did what he needed to do. It's like, well, no, not really. Because it killed a load of people. Parents are crazy, aren't well, they? Well, I, I think... Bloody hell, I think when the, like, to, baby cubs get... have to be crazy <laughs> to be a parent, maybe. Um, I guess so, yeah, 100%. So, overall, as a season, out of five, what are you giving it? Five. Uh, five mushrooms out of five. Five mushrooms out of five. Um, it's good. It's entertaining. It's it's got the right amount of mushrooms. <laughs> it's got the right amount of evil people. It is not totally about. It's not totally negative, as you can you know zombie films can be, and uh, the the acting is incredible, mm. and is really well done. Yeah. What do you what what would you oh, give? Oh, five it? out of five. I mean, it's one of my favorite yeah. games, and I think that they absolutely like it's by some distance the best adaptations ever been of a video game, and it it it, it yeah. could have, it always had the possibility potential to be that because the story transcends, uh, you know, the Super Mario Brothers movie. I really like the reviews for it haven't been amazing. Yeah. That's a game with a story that's quite basic. Obviously, it's about a princess being saved from a dinosaur, but. The Last of Us has always had a story that could have translated well to to a, some yeah. other medium, and they did it. All right, before we say goodbye, I've I've found a handful of lists to look at. Um, yes, I've the first one I'm going to show you is Nerdists Nerdist dot com's list of the biggest moments the Last of Us series adapts from the games. So they've listed some moments that they felt 
perfectly encapsulated moments in the games. So uh, you didn't play the game, so I thought this might be interesting for you to, to learn about. Yeah. So from episode one, they've got Joel's birthday watch. That okay. is hardcore from the game. He is always wearing that watch yeah. in the game once it's there and it's got the little uh, bullet hole in it. So they kept that around. Um, yeah. The beginning of the journey is is identical in some ways as well. Joel and Tess go off to find Robert, who's screwed them over in a deal. And that is yeah. equally what happens in the game. Yeah, okay. Um, the journey through Boston is the same from episode two. The sequence in the museum mm-hmm. is ad- adapted almost exactly as it is in the game. Uh, with the clickers okay. in episode two. Is it like visually very similar as well? Visually like really, kind of visually the set really design? similar. The set design is almost identical. Wow. They're, they're, they're hiding behind these glass cabinets and stuff. It's um, it's almost the same, but okay. in the game you're in control uh, rather than watching. Okay. But yeah, it's almost the same. They've listed here the Capitol building, which is... I guess the way it all looks is almost identical, but the in, in the game it's Fedra that shows up in the, in the show. It's... Um, in the show, it's not Fedra, it's just infected people. Um, episode okay. three is pretty different. Bill is less of a jerk. Bill is horrible in the game. Um, Nick Offerman's character. He's is obnoxious. He? Like, in the game, he's alive when you when you arrive. Um, he's not dead. Yeah. Uh, Frank is dead. Frank's killed, killed himself after being bitten. Um, and Bill yeah. doesn't know this. Bill thinks Frank's just left. And... Um, uh, you kind of go through the town with Bill to kind of try and find a car yeah. battery. And uh, Bill is just obnoxious and horrible, really rude to Ellie constantly and um, pretty different okay. stuff. Uh, but what, what they have kept is the letter that you find um, where uh, jo- Joel finds this letter from, from Bill at the end talking about how um, if anyone finds our bodies, it's probably going to be you, Joel. You know that bit where he reads that letter? Yeah. You find a very similar yeah. letter in the... Um, Okay. And the, from Frank, uh, <laughs> it's basically a letter from Frank telling Bill, "I hate you now, and I've left because you're so annoying." And um, <laughs> you, if you give it to Bill, Bill scrumples it up, scrunches it up, and throws it on the floor, and you can pick it back up, and it's all crunched up. It's pretty good. Okay. Um, episode <laughs> yeah. four, the puns again. Like I mentioned earlier, they're from the game. Ah, oh, the pun. Um, that pun. Uh, is so there's good. A, when. Um, there's a great bit in the game that that they keep in the show where uh, Ellie asks Ellie asks Joel if the Hank Williams cassette tape makes him nostalgic, and Joel's like, "I'm not as old as <laughs> I'm not as old as you think <laughs> yeah. I am." Um, yeah. And also the bit where she finds one of Bill's um, fun time magazines and asks why all the pages oh. are stuck together <laughs> yeah. also comes from the game. Oh um, wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the gunfight one in episode. Four, when they get to Kansas City, the gunfight that they yeah. have uh, in that shop with uh, Ellie rescuing them at the end is very, very similar. Henry and Sam is very similar, but Kathleen's not in it. Okay. Um, but the bit when I die, etc. Oh, there's a great mm-hmm. bit in episode... You know when they're going through the tunnels underneath um, Kansas City and they find that yeah. room with all the toys in it and stuff? Yeah. That's an amazing sequence. In the game, it's after you've escaped from Kansas City. It's like you're going through another little mm. area with, with Henry and Sam. And you come across this community basically that's all, that's died, and you're just walking through the remnants of their, uh, oh, okay, community they set up in the in the sewers, and you read all these letters mm-hmm. that kind of tell you the story of these people, um, and how there was a guy who was out on sea in a boat, and when he came back from the sea, he found this family, and they all kind of lived together in the sewer system, and and how they looked after mm-hmm. and protected each other. It's a really amazing, um 
bit of the game where it's this environmental storytelling that, that you kind of see a little bit of in the show when they're in that room, but um, that's a huge yeah. bit in the game that's really good. Um, Ellie loves a comic book called Savage Starlight, which is from the game. Yeah. Uh, the sniper that's shooting at them in the suburbs is from okay. the game. Uh, the bloater that comes up from underneath, as I told you, oh, is from the game. Bloater. Sam dying, of course. Um, episode six is pretty different. The scene where Joel asks Tommy to go with Ellie instead is is taken straight out of the game. Um, okay. And then when Ellie and Joel have that big fight and she rides off, that's straight from the game. Um, mm. When they go to the university and have that fight and Joel nearly dies, pretty similar. Um, okay. All the left behind stuff is basically the same. That's like one of the most accurate. Um, okay. Recommend uh, things, especially the Halloween store. Those masks that they wear, they yeah. you wear yeah. those in the game. They're exactly the same masks. Uh, it's okay. it's really cool to see those in real life. Um, that scene with David and Ellie in the uh Ellie in the cage Ugh. is is almost Ugh. the bit where she breaks his fingers and stuff. All of that is straight from the game. Yeah, and the cannibals. Um and like I said, the bit in the restaurant where they have the fight, and then the bit where Joel and Ellie hug is again taken from the game, and then the finale. Oh, another bit that I didn't know if they'd put in, we didn't talk about it, and I didn't know if they'd put it in the show. The giraffes. Ah, the giraffes. Yeah. Real giraffes, not CGI giraffes, like some people thought. Yeah. Um, that's in the that's in the game as well, and it's really it's a beautiful moment of downtime. Uh, just before the action of the finale where yeah. you see the childlike joy as Ellie sees these drafts and is able to strike mm. one. It's it's a really great bit. So, so it's pretty faithful to the game. Yep. yep. Mm. Um and it ends exactly the same way with Ellie um asking Joel and Joel says I swear and Ellie says okay and then it cuts to black. Oh okay you liar liar um right so yes last one do you want to very quickly hear BuzzFeed's 15 saddest moments yes I don't know maybe number number 15 when Joel builds a gravestone for Tess at the end of uh, in episode 3 by the river number 14 I'm going to do this really emotionless number 14 when Joel uh, is protecting Ellie and he flashes back to when Sarah died yes uh, that's when he attacks the guard in episode 1 isn't it yeah. Number 13, when Ellie confronts Joel about leaving her and tells him she knows about Sarah and he says, I'm not your father. Heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, it's terrible. Terrible. When, uh, number 12, when Bill gets shot by the raiders and he's and Frank thinks he's going to die. Oh, that was... Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. Number 11, at the start of episode two, when the professor in Indonesia explains that there's no vaccine or treatment and they should just nuke the entire city yeah. of Jakarta. <laughs> So pretty like, upsetting you can't do that uh, yeah. number 10 yeah. uh, when that monologue that Joel has when he tells Tommy um, everything that he's been going through um, why, which is why he doesn't want to take Ellie yeah um, devastating number 9 mm. when Tess sacrifices herself to let Joel and Ellie escape <sighs> yeah number 8 um, when Ellie fights off David kills him and then reunites with Joel no oh, that's number 1 yeah I'd me. say that's number 1 what do they oh number 7 when Sarah dies Oh, yeah. (laughs) Number six, when we see Ellie get born and see what happens to her mum. Yeah, that's that's pretty sad. sad. I mean, she dies. Her mum dies as she's being born. 
Yeah, I just I just think that when the one with David, like after David, is just the, the saddest. True. I actually number cried. five when yeah. Joel goes to save Ellie, even though he knows it might mean dooming the world. I th- I think that's upsetting. It's not sa- yeah. like just ang- made me angry. Okay, what about number sad. four when he lies to Ellie about it afterwards? Oh, that was just terrible, terrible. Joel. What about is this? So is this sadder than um, Joel and Ellie reuniting after killing David? When Henry shoots Sam and then shoots himself. Oh, no. That was terrible. See, you just forget those really sad moments yep. and then you're just... Oh, what about number two? When oh. Ellie and Riley are both bitten and bone infected and we know there's only hope for one of them, even though uh, they don't. Yeah, that's pretty sad. <laughs> and then number one... Number one? What is Number, number one's one? obvious when you think about it. It's probably the right choice. Uh, when Bill and Frank. Frank spent their last day together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty upsetting program. Yeah, eh? it is. It's pretty. Oh man. <laughs> just a lot of sad moments in ten episodes. Yeah. How did they fit so many sad moments into just ten? Episodes? Oh, it's not even ten. It's nine yeah, episodes. Nine episodes of TV. Fifteen sad moments. Well done. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, last thing I want us to do. I've not prepped you for this at all, but I'm going to write oh. all of this down. I want you to give me five predictions for season two. Oh, five predictions. Because I know what's going to happen, okay. but you do not. Okay, so five predictions for season and we're gonna, two. Once season two's been out, we're going to check this list and see how accurate you were. Okay, so there's going to be some tension between Joel and Ellie. Okay. So there might be some separation between Joel and Ellie somehow. Joel and Ellie. Tension between Joel Separate. and Ellie may be being separated. Yeah. Somehow. Okay. Um, more clickers, more like clickers. More clickers, as in like types of clickers, or just more clickers. I think um, you know where the fireflies Tommy lives. What's Jackson. It, what, what's that? Yeah. Jackson. I think Jackson is going to be raided by either people or clickers or like okay. fungi. Jackson will be raided by either infected or yeah. raiders. Okay. Yeah. Um. Oh, I don't know, like, because I'm not sure if because you said they're not going to repeat, so I'm not sure there's going to be a cure. I think the cure thing has gone. Mm-hmm. Is going well, to that go. can be a prediction that 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 that's not a concern anymore. Okay, so the cure thing is not a concern anymore. So the cure is not important to the story. Yeah. Okay. I've written it. It's Joel. capitalized the cure as if it's the band. <laughs> the cure, they're not they don't Robert Smith is not relevant in this world anymore. Um Joel dies. Wow. Where's that coming yeah. from? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of another two. So I'm just like <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um Ellie becomes a leader of something. Interesting. Ellie becomes a leader of something. <laughs> Ellie takes on a leadership role. Yeah. Yeah. Managerial skills, you okay. know. Okay. So we've got tension between Joel and Ellie maybe being separated. We've yeah. Got Jackson will be raided by every infected or raiders. Yeah. We've got the cure is not important to the story. <laughs> It is definitely not the cure band. Um, it's definitely not important. Number two, Joel dies. And number yeah. one, Ellie takes on a leadership role. Yeah. 
Okay. I mean, I don't really know necessarily if you're right or wrong on these because uh, they could change things. Yeah, I don't know maybe. exactly how they're going to adapt it, but I can't make predictions because they'd be informed by <laughs> massive yeah. spoilers. Um, Do you know when it's going to come it out? It will be a while. New, the... It won't be this year. It'll be oh. maybe next year, late next year or the year after. So don't lose the list. It's on my phone in my Joe. notes app, which is synced to the cloud. So, Oh, the, the cloud. The cloud. Nice. That cloud. Um, that cloud. That cloud. That cloud. Okay. Uh, that's been The Last of Us, an incredible achievement in yes. television. Uh, I cannot wait for season two, but I, it probably will be yes. a slightly long wait. Um, but we will talk about it plenty when it arrives, I'm sure. But for now, we'd like to invite you to join us next time. For a return to your regularly scheduled programming of Culture Catch-Up, you can expect me to be discussing Evil Dead Rise, uh, Renfield. <gasps> you watched it? Yeah, spoiler warning. Um, oh! So, sorry. Oh. Um, that's about Renfield, by the way, not Evil Dead Rise. Uh, oh, I mean, I mean... Oh, no, Evil I watched Dead Evil Dead Rise. Oh. Yeah. Amazing. Okay, okay, oh. okay. I was, I was surprised no, by sorry. Evil, Evil Dead, Dead Rise. Okay. Oh, Renfield. Yeah. What else? Okay. I'm going to talk... You need to watch this movie. You would freaking love this movie. Uh, you should look it up. How to Blow Up a Pipeline. How to Blow Up a Pipeline. Okay. How to Blow Up a Pipeline. What a, what a film. I can't wait to discuss that one with you. Um, and and it's okay. based on a book. You'd, oh, you'd probably find the book interesting as well. You should you should look that stuff yeah. up and you should see what, what, what if you find it um, engaging because I think you would. Um, anyway. I'll be talking about those things. Alex, I'm sure, will be talking about beef, which I've not watched any any beef at all yet. I need to get on, oh, on the beef train. I've finished it. Oh, really? Is it worth? Yeah. Is it worth it? it so oh, worth right, okay. it. Okay, I'll get I'll get on to beef then. So worth it. Just in, insane. But I've been watching. I've got so many things. Ted Lasso, uh, Rabbit Hole, this new Kiefer Sutherland show. Yellow Jackets nah. is back for season two. Yeah, but watch beef okay, before get... first. Well, I won't because I've already insane. started watching all those other things. But I will get to beef. Oh. Um, okay. Because I like Ali Wong and Stephen Young, so it'll be good. So join us, join oh. us for discussion of all those things. I'll, yes. I'll either have watched some of beef or I won't have done, but we'll discuss it either way. Um, and, um, and yeah, that'd be great. And then after that, we'll be doing our top five Studio Ghibli films, which is sure to be... Yay! lovely um so join us for that in the next couple of weeks and um it's been a pleasure to be with you and thank you so much love you so much thank you have you bye, bye. bye.